Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the LXP podcast. The League of Extra Nerdy Parents have emerged from Mirkwood to ensure all parents can provide their offspring safe passage to the mortar of their own childhood. In other less cryptic terms, we tell you what old school geek culture might just be acceptable to your kids. This week we review the science fiction film that introduced cute, non-world-destroying aliens to the pop culture zeitgeist, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Not to mention that this film also inspired Paul Rudd's favorite film, Mac and Me. <laughs> we also provide you with a fall family-friendly movie review and preview, as well as family time, grown-up time. I am your host, G-Man, and with me, as always, are the other members of the League. Hey there, I'm Hoff. This is Fonz. This is J.E. Gentlemen, it's been two weeks since we last sat down. How has your last two weeks been? Awesome. Yeah, they've been great. Oh, it's they've been great. Just that expecting well, answers just, only. Oh, that's right. Word. We gotta fill in. Oh, oh it's just one word. Just one word. <laughs> Intriguing. <laughs> quick. <laughs> yeah, it was quick. I'm, I'm down with quick. Yeah, it's been the weather's become mild, which is feeling more and more like fall here in New England. And uh, the kids, I think, uh, and the parents were all starting to get into the swing of our school schedule, which uh, I know for. Those of you that have kids at school age, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So uh, how is everybody doing in school and getting back to work? Are we doing all right? All good. I guess it's a little uh, – for, uh, for us, it's a little bumpy, but uh, just, to get the, just to get the studying going again the way it should be. And then every once in a while, every time they go back to school, they get sick. Something's, something's yeah. up. You know, so I've been going through that. Back to that but, petri dish of yeah, that is school. Just to jump right back in and – Right into the bus, get everyone together. And as usual, we have another horrible respiratory infection that is roaming through <laughs> the country. Yeah, it's crazy. taking well, everybody me. terrified, and it reached, <laughs> supposedly, possibly even reached New England. I yeah, know, I heard it from Mass General. Yeah. So, yeah. It, but, you know, it's fine. Adults aren't – what is it? Adults? What is the name of it? Anybody know what the name of this thing is? It's I not H1N1. That was a couple of years ago. Because uh, the end – I don't know. I don't remember. Well, we can Rotovirus. say, you know, yeah. don't, don't wait if your kids start to exhibit symptoms of, uh, you know, trouble breathing, you know, wheezing and right. that kind of thing. Take them right to the doctor. Just like E.T. And Just if like he starts e. acting like E.T. Yeah. E. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't if he's finger. gray don't do and that. face down in a drainage ditch. <laughs> wow. We're getting ahead of ourselves. So we don't want to. Hey, E.T. was. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, so we're gonna we're gonna jump right into the news, and, and our special feature for this week is gonna be fall family friendly movie review, and we've prepared a few different, or I, I sent a few different films out to you guys to think about. We don't have to go down the list or anything. We can talk about whichever films you want to talk about. So, oh, I can uh, see right on the list, marks just itching for yeah, Hobbit. Oh, is that, is that what this is? <laughs> Some of the movies that are coming um, in the next few uh, couple of months, I should say, between now and the end of the calendar year include The Maze Runner, which actually opens today, I believe, is that? where we're recording this, Lord September 19th. Dumb and Dumber 2. Dumb and Dumber 2. Yes. T.O. Uh, opens November fourteenth. The Hobbit: Battle of Five, Ar- Five Armies, December seventeenth. Oh, um, yeah. The Hunger Games: Mockingjay Part One. Cash grab, cash Virus grab, cash grab. Yeah. Into the Woods opens on Christmas. Interstellar, November seventh. 
And for animated films coming in the next couple of months, we have The Book of Life on October 17th, Big Hero 6, November 7th, and The Box Trolls on September 26th. So, gentlemen, whichever movie movies you want to talk about and you're excited about, you think your kids might be excited about, let's, uh, let's just jump right in. I can't wait for The Hobbit. I'm sure Mark's going to bring it up, too. So I'm going to jump in quick. Who? But really, it's not even the movie. Don't even Mark call it The Hobbit. When did we call get it, a guy named Mark on Just this call podcast? Battle... They call it the Battle of Five. The Battle of Five. five uh, and you can, fine. you can put. Quotes I'm not so excited about it. The, the, I'm excited for the movie, but what I'm really excited for is I've always wanted to throw a Hobbit feast like they have in the beginning of the oh, Hobbit movie, or really idea. the Hobbit book. And I've wanted to do it, and I've I've tried and failed to do it on both the other movies. So this is my last shot to do it. I'm right. So I'm I there. really want to make it I'm happen. Yeah, we'll I just go. want to get a bunch of old school like food. From the movie and some ale and just you Definitely. know sounds awesome. Set up a big long table and just we'll have to have a plate eat. throwing game. When's that yeah, come out? When's that? okay, December. Play 17th. play games and maybe some old uh, old school bar songs or something. Yeah, I don't definitely. know if we can make that happen, but can we sing really like low voices? Like, do whatever. Like, I'll to. pitch in. I just really want to get in the mood for the movie, like a few weeks before the movie, and get the kids into it. That would be a great thing that to do help. over vacation. That might help, too. Mark. Yeah, that yeah, might help. I'm going to sing that all like that. Where there's a whip, there's a way. Where there's a whip, there's a way. Where there's a whip, there's a way. <laughs> all those ones from the from <laughs> the, the Bakshi version. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Bilbo, or photo of the night oh, from the original animated one. Nine. Yeah, that's a great stuff, idea. right? And the ring of doom. That's right. Frodo of the nine fingers and the ring of doom. <laughs> I'll record it. We'll <laughs> yeah, it that, we can do that. We sure. can make it a movie night too with the old animated versions. Well, that's the only yeah. ones I think they made, right? right? Well, they didn't make any other Hobbit movies. No, according no, to no. the others were fan fiction. <laughs> it's amazing. The really, one really is the only real Hobbit movie is the <laughs> Ralph Bakshi animated from the seventies with the rotoscoping and everything. So, all right. So, Fonz is clearly not uh, too pleased with the Hobbit franchise. No, I've, I've, I've let that all go now. <laughs> He's obviously on. drinking a lot. <laughs> Interstellar looks really awesome. I was Dude, really, that... really pumped when I saw that preview come through. That preview has a, a lot of ago. crying in it. It does. A lot of crimes. That's the one thing I noticed. It looks fantastic, but am I going to be able to come out of that thing without like? I don't know. I have, not. I have a newfound respect for Matthew McConaughey after um, True Detectives. Like, oh, I yeah. can't oh, get enough Dallas of him in anything Club. he's in. Did you see Dallas Buyers Club? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, it's, I, it's on my list. It's on cable list. now. It's yeah, absolutely it worth your time. Cool. So Interstellar, cool. what what goes on in that? They, someone has to leave Earth. Well, I think to... the Earth is basically done. And yeah, they I have to they're... find another place yeah. for humans to Looking colonize. Without water or natural resources? S- something. Or... They're running out of sun okay. clear. And they send him and others, I guess, into space to find through a wormhole to find another planet. that And I think part of all the crying is may be a one-way trip for him mm-hmm. yes i think that's oh, right. the concept and he has to leave his family behind his daughter i guess mm. so you know it's very yeah, it looks fantastic though sad. i mean yeah you don't have enough space exploration movies you know enough to get the kids pumped about it when we were kids they were pushing the space on us big time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um with everything just in school because and of everyone. the film we're going to talk about today i'm sure revitalized that whole alien 
Yeah. Mm. Making people curious about what's going on in space. Yeah. I mean, it's Star Trek. Star, Star Wars, do that. Star yeah. Trek, yeah. Like, there was a time when, like, just Mars was fascinating. When, like, four movies about Mars came. Mission to Mars, uh, whatever they were. Red Coasts Planet. of Mars. Yeah, like, stuff, a bunch yeah. of them all came out at once, and then... So maybe this will be another phase of that. We had there were some big announcements this week from NASA. I was too. just looking that oh, up. Really? Yeah, yeah. I guess they um what they did was they split a big contract between uh what's Elon Musk uh, SpaceX and Boeing. I hope I think Boeing was the other one. But they, what they're basically doing is right now we're completely dependent on Russian rockets and shuttles to get us oh, to the space good. station. Yeah. So if at any point they could just be like, we're not bringing your astronauts anymore. Guys, like yeah. just just us, and then we'd have no way to get to the space station and be a part of that anymore. So, uh, hopefully, having this this contract put out and and actually awarded to companies, uh, they can actually get our astronauts back up there That'd be nice. and start kickstarting things again, which would be pretty sweet. I, I heard that they they said they were going to start putting they were going to start sending astronauts up again. I thought it was 2017 or something like that. Yeah, uh, that I have sounds, to look that up. I'll, sounds if I find right. it, I'll. I'll Tweet it out, put it on the Facebook page. So uh, I, I come kind of interested in the Maze Runner. I don't know much about it. I don't it either. Looks, it was a book, right? Fun. Yeah, it was a book. Yeah, yeah. I uh, is it family friendly or is it like? It looks like it's gonna be a teen movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Me, yeah it looks like another one of those Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. It looked like, like a, the male or... answer to to the Hunger Games, though. Like, a, yeah, maybe, a, maybe. Uh, the Hunger Games seems to be more. Is it more of for kind of a girl's? I mean, it has a female I, I protagonist, but I mean. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. See, I read the books, and I did like them. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm actually looking forward to the, this movie now because um, th- it was my favorite of the books, mainly because they stopped with the Hunger Games. Okay. first one was great. Spoil- spo- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the last book. No, no, it, just a general um, overview. But the first one and the second one, everyone, you, you can see. Mm-hmm. Um the first one was Hunger Games. You know why, though? Because it would have been absolutely ridiculous if in the third book... They had like, another Hunger Games. <laughs> exactly. That's like, where I'm come going. Come on. How could you possibly <laughs> Seriously. fall for it again? It's like two get... Death Stars. Come on. <laughs> Find another way to get Katniss right. into that arena. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I like the third one. Because there's not another Hunger Game. They're not yeah. rehashing everything again. Because the second one's just like another excuse to go back into the Hunger Games. And that was my least favorite of it. So this, I'm looking forward to it. That one was the the best out of the three books, so should be the best out of the three movies. The one that no, I was just going to mention is Hunger Games. Does that get is it more of a mature themes as it goes through the books, or is it just the Um, same way all the way through? There's more war and battles. I mean, it's it it goes from the smaller. I don't know. The the games themselves were pretty violent you know the animals oh that's true okay. there's like definitely the a lot of deaths i don't remember any i read the books i hope i'm not wrong but i don't remember a whole lot of sexual stuff in the no, book at all no no like not at, at all, all. there's not mild all. romantic with the two yeah with, uh Peta there's no and, time there's too many people yeah, yeah, kill yeah exactly even right. the books that didn't <laughs> not boots with Peta or or the I, other that guy. jives well with me because i'm not really worried about the violence in movies and video games with my kids, but the sexual stuff I am concerned yeah. about. Yeah. So yeah. that's been nice to have a really popular movie with the teenagers that no, they, isn't about sex. They keep at it all, at a which is good pretty, level. pretty cool. Right. Which, yeah, was, they keep it non Twilight, even. <laughs> so it doesn't get into that corny, like. Oh, has anyone seen Battle Royale? 
the Japanese version, sort of. It came out years no. before Hunger Games. Yeah, but it was um, an anime, animated film first, wasn't it? Maybe. I didn't see I that. I saw the, sure. the live-action one or, um, on Netflix, and it wasn't bad. It, it was subtitled, I think it's Japanese, maybe Korean. This is know. of, like, a Hunger Games theme? Or sort of. It? So it's uh, so a lot of people call out the author of the Hunger Games for ripping off her story from this oh, movie okay, because, okay. I mean, it's exactly the same. Really? <laughs> like, it doesn't take place in the future, um, but what happens is uh, when kids hit a certain grade or I get, uh, I don't remember exactly, but it's like the least, the worst performing kids in every school get shipped off to this Island or something. And they end up having to, having to fight to the death. But basically it's a bunch of kids put on an Island and they have to fight to the death and only one can leave sort of thing. Um, very much like the Hunger games, but, and it was super, super graphic and violent. And bad, but it was As a good movie though. Well, it, it was Japanese, it was fun yeah. though. It was a fun movie. Um, another side note to the Hunger Games movie. Um, I was watching with my kids watching regular TV and Cartoon Network or whatever, and I noticed that they had um, Nerf is coming out with this female. Oh, I saw that archery yeah. set called um, what the heck was it called? Rebel, I think. Rebel. Oh, Rebel. Yeah, Rebel. Like. You know, it's all purple. E L L E. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, God, this is. And my immediate thought was, this is, you know, playing into the marketing aspect of like the Hunger Games and yep. Katniss and, and the a little bit of brave. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of brave. Yeah, right. yep. I thought of that too. Is it a pink archery set? It does have pink. And oh, kind of. Yeah. But it's Nerf, you know, so it's or nothing. Why does it have so. to be pink? <laughs> Poor girls. What else could it be? I don't think it's nothing because I saw it, so it must be nerf. Well, they said it's either one or the other. Nerf or nothing. I figured it was nerf, not the other one. Nerf. So that's the knockoff. (laughs) Hey, I was going to do that. Don't steal that idea. Sorry. Um, It's like GoBots. I'm really excited about Big Hero Six. I mean, being a Marvel. We talked about that, right? A Marvel fan. We have talked about it. You know, it's based on a comic. We can talk about it again. Um, Can we? Sure. All right. It's Good. the question is whether it's going to be a part of the Marvel shared universe, and it doesn't look like it will. It's animated. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it wouldn't be, but um, it does come from a Marvel property, and it looks like they're they're bringing over most of the characters from the comic um, as part of the team. I don't know how they're going to do it because I think they're all kids in this animated version of it. Whereas if you read the comics, they're not all kids; they're adults and. Some of them are established heroes in the Marvel so universe. In the movie, they're bringing in the movie. It looks like they're they're all a bunch of kids. Is there a new preview? Because I I'm going with um, the, the one, one I that I posted. I think is the one that they, they shows them in the car and they're all talking to each other and stuff. Um, oh, I might not see. Okay. I don't know. I'm really. I just. I love. Is it? Uh, it's Disney animated. It's but it's not Pixar. It's the company that made Wreck It Ralph and Frozen. Yep. So it promises to be probably really well animated. It promises to be um, really well written because I love Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph is one of my all-time favorite animated films. And, you know, that kind of humor and the style and the writing and everything is cool. So I'm, that's the one I think I'm the most excited about. I think Logan is going to like that one too. I'm hoping it might even be the first movie I take him to. I'm going to try really? see if he can make it. Yeah. I think he might be willing to sit through or sit still for that. So we'll see. We'll do an early matinee, and if things don't work out, that's fine. That's what I'm excited about. Vox Trolls, personally, yeah, I want to see I was as well. Say, I don't think I don't know how Logan will feel about that, but I'm really I think it's going to be a beautiful film. We've talked about 
both of these films before. Any anything else on our list that uh, you guys want to talk um, about? I think I talked about Book of Life last time, but yeah, I, I keep did. forgetting. For some reason I can't place put the name together with the with the trailer. Yeah. The name just doesn't seem to fit. I don't know. I keep every, expecting well, it to be a Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, exactly. It's called Book of Life, but it's it's got the. It was. Uh, I always screw this up. The De La Muerta. Theme yeah, De La Muerta. Yeah. It's, it's Book of Life. Say so Day of the Dead. It's yeah. Day of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to. But it's. I don't. I mean. <laughs> I, I don't want to be Spanish. culturally ignorant, but it isn't. Isn't it connected to that whole thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, yeah. The animation and the the characters are all yeah in that style. So I mean, I would. Yeah, really I would have called it Day cool. of the Dead. But what about um, not very kid friendly? Anyone going to take their kids to see the new Dumb and Dumber movie? Mm, probably know. not. Yeah, yeah I don't no. Know. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like it had the potential to be I a family film because, but it, it, that I mean, that trailer scene where he, the grandmother is like he's yeah, reaching that, under. Her. I would say that yeah, probably yeah. seals the deal. That seals it no. right there. Probably, yeah. yeah. But I mean, would they really understand that? Uh, they would take. I that just to wouldn't want the questions. To be honest with you, it is funny when he blows the dust off his hand. Though, oh. If you haven't yeah. seen it, you'll have to go. Uh, just the first scene in the trailer just cracks me up that he was pulling. That. He's it's a pretended prank. to be for twenty years, and he was it's fantastic. Fantastic. That is the greatest thing. I find it astonishing that um, Jeff Daniels, who. I love on the newsroom on oh, HBO. Fantastic show, plays yeah. like a hyper intelligent guy in the newsroom and plays the dumbest, one of the two dumbest people on the planet in that movie series. <laughs> yeah. The guy's got some range to yeah. be able to do that. Give him credit, definitely. Um, so, so I guess, yeah, I guess that's it. Unless anyone has anything to say about any of these other films, we kind of talked at least a little bit about each one. I think there's a lot of great stuff coming up for, for the, for the fall. And, uh, you know, in a couple of months we'll do a winter movie preview. For, it looks like, like we've talked about before, that there's more and more um, of these big blockbuster sci-fi fantasy type films coming out. So it looks like there's going to be – there isn't going to be any lull period anymore like there used to be where it was like after the summer movie season was over, there was uh, there was a period of time where you were just getting like the Oscar fodder and it was kind of like, oh, these are really heady movies but there's nothing really for kids or there might be one Christmas movie or something. But, I mean, looking at this, I mean, just between now and December, there's at least five or six potentially big blockbuster films in there, The Hobbit and Hunger Games and Into the Woods, which we didn't talk about, which we've talked oh, about Oh, I did have some on. That's Into that musical Woods. Disney. Oh, it's a musical. It's a live action. It is, but the trailer doesn't have any music in it. Oh, okay. But it is a musical, big blockbuster live action the, musical. The only, yeah. yeah, the only thing that concerns me about that movie is I don't like it when – they take a bunch of fairy tales and put them into one story. It kind of drives me. Nuts. It feels like cheating to Probably me. Probably don't watch like Once Upon a Time. Well, no, we we tried Once Upon a Time for a while, but um, we kind of like had to watch it because it was a family show. Yeah, I didn't yeah. love it, but that's why I just he I don't like the different stories blending together. I, it's kind of like when I'm eating, I don't want my food touching type of thing. I don't want my fairy tales mixing oh, together. You've got your fairy tales. We need to know your OCD. <laughs> your Jack and the Beanstalk is in my exactly Alice in Wonderland. Exactly. Come on, that taste great together. Well, like Jack a world needs a, a, a fantasy rule. World needs rules and boundaries. And when you put too many fantasy characters together, fantasy this is getting <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It needs rules you, you need to change. You need to. It needs to have adaptions to real reality, but 
it just can't be a free for all. And when you start throwing so many different fantasy stories together, it just turns into this well, universe where you know anything's what it is. possible. It's, it's and like, it just gets insane. And, it's and like then you just start a superhero to... team of, of, of fantasy characters. Just like well, let's build the Avengers out of characters from Grimm's fairy tales. That sounds well, great. Well, isn't that the League of Extraordinary kinda... Gentlemen? Sorry. No, not exactly. Sorry, Hoff, go ahead. <laughs> I, I forgot what I was going to say. The League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen is is they're not fantasy characters, but they are fictional characters that are brought together. Like the Invis- H.G. Wells' Invisible Man and... Fantasy you know, and fiction. I was going to say, isn't that, that the same thing? Maybe that's why I didn't well, enjoy the Invisible that. Man. they're not all from like, fairy tales. They're from just different books, different classic novels. Characters. As opposed like, to like different shorts. Okay, so it's fine. It's exactly the same. This <laughs> is not worth the argument. You're right. I'm wrong. There's no fairies in You're it. You're attractive. So I'm ugly. You're wow. smart. I'm stupid. Is that what you want to do? We've already established You're all tall, this. You're tall. I'm short. That's not, the, that's not our goal in this podcast. Back off me, man. Oh, sensitive. 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 It's been a long, long two weeks. Uh, I think I. What the hell? I don't know where we are. Where are we? Let's just throw the script out. And just say that. Oh, I was going right. to say that each of those fairy tales usually had a um, a lesson or a, a, like Grimm's fairy tales was all about you know teaching right. kids to behave a certain yeah, way or you'll die or you'll die. Yeah, they were very vicious about it back <laughs> in Grimm's tales. Um, but yeah, when you when you mix them all up like that, the whole purpose kind of goes away. Yeah. So to your point, but um, it's like, well, it hasn't been done much. Not Lately? on film, just on TV. Two different share series. <laughs> <laughs> but who's counting, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. But um, the, I was—I just wanted to throw in the trailer. The only thing that piqued my curiosity was they—they'll—they scrolled across Johnny Depp, and it's like they just show his hand. He's like, playing oh, the wolf. Yeah, the big bad oh, wolf. Yeah, he ruined it for him. It well, says it says it right in the trash. Right, right on the poster. I mean, yeah, I'm dumb. You're smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ugly. You're good Damn, looking. Spoilers on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, what drives me nuts with those stories is that <laughs> literally anyone could show up at any time. Oh, any yeah. character and, and it just anything? ends up being super convenient yeah. when they do, and it's like you just know with you a writer, we could get up there. Yeah. Hey, look, Jack, you <laughs> right. got your no your beans. Look, it's exactly Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> how hard do these writers? It ends up making these. It, it you end up. I end up thinking to myself, I'm like, those writers were sitting in a room and they drew themselves into a corner, and they're like, all right, just. Um, Captain Hook comes through a magical portal on his ship that can fly in air, and then he jumps on it and takes off. It's like, what? Yeah. How did that happen? Of course it can happen in an open fairy tale universe. It's anything. a shared fairy tale universe. Yeah. Maybe they should introduce each character individually and then bring them together as a team later. Would that be better for you? Because <laughs> you've established rules for each of those individual You're characters. trying to paint me into saying I don't like the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow! He's a good chess player. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to say I didn't like the Avengers. That's what I didn't like about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. All those they couldn't. All those historical figures couldn't exist. That's recently been added to Netflix streaming. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. I love that movie. Netflix. I watched it about a week ago. I still love it. So great, uh, Johnson. Uh, it's so fantastic. Bob Genghis Khan. <laughs> I watched Johnny Mnemonic. 
Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Oh, speaking yeah, of that. that was on Netflix. <laughs> Flash drive uh, in his brain. You yep. had an hour to yep. waste. It was it like awesome. 150 meg or something. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't much. Well, it that would fit. That guy's like he so now. He's like he's got four. Giant <laughs> mnemonic is like yeah. obsolete now. He's got four pictures. Larry supersonic <laughs> is like. I have four pictures <laughs> in my head. In my head. <laughs> I'm Johnny Supersonic. I have a 32 gig flash drive in my head. Who's Johnny Supersonic? I don't know. He's the oh. guy that replaces He's the Johnny next model. Of Johnny. I, no, I don't even think I've seen the movie. <laughs> oh my god, this is a punchy show. Oh yes, it is. Um, okay, uh, it's awesome we? though. This is a good uh, one. Let's just wrap up this. So upcoming <laughs> I don't DVD. See it so myself. This is a good one. Everyone listen. This is the one that everyone needs. From this to. end, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I know. On this end, we're <laughs> saying we're dumb. You guys are it's like, awesome. It doesn't, we're not doing this for the audience anymore. This is just solely for our entertainment. Oh, we have an audience? We, yeah, 12 or 14 people, um, including us. Uh, upcoming DVD releases, family-friendly, Transformers, Age of... God, please stop making these movies. <laughs> September yeah. 28th. Yeah, I'm not seeing it based on that. <laughs> I'll rent the movie. I'll rent no, I'll it on rent DVD it, just because, you know. I'm definitely I, not paying for it. I, I have a couple of hours that I, I could probably do without. You have to see Mark Wahlberg in a Transformers movie. <laughs> it has to happen. I think it's a Transformer. <laughs> Mr. Peabody and Sherman and X-Men Days of Future Past, October 12th. I'll see be that. buying X-Men. Uh, yeah, I guess. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But Rest I did see Echo. Peabody. Oh, you saw Peabody? Yes. It was, did the kids like it? Good. Very good family movie cool i mean not like the best ever it looks but cool very it's funny and kind yeah. Of, yeah kind of clever and stuff and i I've, I've gotten to be a uh, fan of um ty burrell mm. oh he does sure? the voice of um peabody cool and he's great so earth to echo releases on dvd october 19th and maleficent which i really actually kind of excited to see everyone says it's great um mm-hmm. november 2nd um yeah, the other big news and it bears mentioning is the iPhone six was announced last week. And oh, today it goes wait. on sale. Um, can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait to get it. I know I, you I, hate it. Uh, yeah, I gotta wait another month before we can order ours because my plan doesn't doesn't renew until the seventeenth, but I will be ordering it on yeah, that I'm day. Not gonna, me too. Are you getting the bigger one or the <laughs> No, no, one? the bigger one's too big for me. I'm gonna just gonna get the regular. Plus the, the bigger one, from what I understand, is four to six week back order. Is it? Yeah, they they didn't I guess they didn't make as many as they thought they would need. So Supply and demand. I'm going to get one, and the first app I'm getting is Goat Simulator. Goat? I don't know if you guys have seen Goat Simulator. No. Goat Simulator? Goat Simulator. Yep, it's it's basically... <laughs> I'm really it's real. excited He's, about it's it. Real. Oh, you it's, can't it's, see my face, it? but imagine my eyebrows seven <laughs> inches above my forehead. Goat Simulator. Nah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like Grand Theft Auto, except you're a goat. What? And you walk around uh, this town. Goat. You, you walk around. Yeah, you walk around this town, and you can you can. Right, I think you, you need an headbutt. iPhone six to play the goat simulator. Well, no, it's 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 just it's uh, it's a new game, and I just that's the first thing I'm going to get. Okay. get my new nice. iPhone. Because that's nice. what the iPhone six is for, right? Just for, games for goat simulators. Goat simulator. I want the watch. That that looks pretty cool. I cool. have no interest in it. Yeah. Watch. I, I love watches. I don't know. It just seems like a gimmick to me, but. I love watches. Tell us <laughs> the time and stuff. Yeah. How else are you going to know what time it is? <laughs> I'm so uh, tired of taking my phone out of my pocket. I know. It's oh, so, like, right? It's tough. 
it's half the, it's what ha- a look it's half it's the arm it's such a pain you know it's half the arm especially movement. with the skinny jeans in, in style <laughs> and everything it's such a pain getting the phone out of the pocket that's, that's why you wait for the back order it's it's worth it Oh I have a shoulder holster for mine. <laughs> so just like a, I'm just, I'm just going to strap my phone to my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <That's> I <don't. laughs> Oh my goodness. Who are we talking yeah, about? Just, I, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, the goats. The goats. Oh, the goat simulator. Nothing better. Uh, Do you guys know how big the simulator games are in Europe? Goat simulator? No, like truck simulator. Oh, all right. And no. all those. Simulator? Yeah. Like you, if you go to Germany, they're huge in Germany. And so you go, you go to like, yeah, you go to a software a store, they'll have an entire wall oh, no. of simulator games, like wow. farm simulator, track, uh, Wait, train simulator, truck simulator. Them? Yeah, like, you know, when you go to the video game store or software oh, oh, store or whatever, you, and they have oh. boxes of games. I said software store. I really, like, <laughs> what is this, 1995? <laughs> you have to go to the store like, to you actually to... get the big box with the <laughs> yeah, little right. CD inside. I don't know why. Actually, no, it's got like 14... Three and a half inch floppy disk. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> takes you four hours to install it. Do they have a simulator simulator where you simulate going into a simulator? Oh, well, they had a they had a game development simulator <laughs> where it simulates creating a game. Why would you simulate it's, that? <laughs> it's just, just to absolutely. Because oh, it takes too much word. time to actually go through it. Blow someone's mind. <laughs> Just, <laughs> and it was really I'm hard. Thirsty. Where's the really glass hard. of milk? It was, yeah, it was, it was a really hard game. That'd be simulated okay. milk. <laughs> like, how about a life simulator? That's the next. It's the next the step. Sims. Isn't that the Sims? 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 Yeah, but in real like, life, you well, I guess you could, but it's illegal to to wall somebody in until they die, like people do in the Sims. You can do that. You're, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You could just wall them in until they die of starvation. People torture ah. their Sims all the time. We should probably Those move on to But I, before we do, there's... <laughs> yes. Jay We're going to move on. Just make sure he gets the last one. There's, there's an interesting theory that I read once, and it kind of blew my mind. I thought it was interesting. Is that So you'll all agree that probably sooner or later we'll get to the point where we can create a simulation that is uh, as close to real life. Like, is as... Good as being real life, right? Do you agree that they'll yes. probably get to that point? Real to you as real life. Yeah, right. like like do you create a simulation where you can act, that we'll probably get to the point where we can create a computerized simulation that's as good as the real thing. And once we do that, we'll probably run hundreds of thousands of whatever instances of this simulation, right? So if you pull up all of the existences within all those simulations, and then the existence of real existence. The statistical significance that we're living in the real universe is extremely small. Whoa, man. Chances yes. are we're probably in one of those simulations, right? That is deep. Listen, Neil, I let's move on to the about 40 <laughs> seconds ago. So. That's an interesting theory. Well, I get it. I get it. But this is deep, man. It's, I don't know. My simulation. It's too deep for this podcast. Pretty boring. <laughs> 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 Why would anyone want, want to play the Hoff simulator? Just, nah. This is the worst game ever. <laughs> Stay tuned for JE's existential podcast immediately following this broadcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to re-listen to that because I didn't know what he was saying. Yeah, I'm going to like... <laughs> When we do this, but like, I did a lot have of time, like, of when you guys recall. are talking, sometimes, like, when I, you guys are off, I'm, like, looking at something or I'm getting ready for the next question. And then I hear the podcast later. I'm like, oh. That's, that's what they were talking cool about. Stuff. I wish I could have said something in that moment, but I wasn't really listening. I'm processing but, that right now. I'm starting to get it. It's getting a little but, creepy. It's a little so creepy. I'm, I'm thinking Total Recall because 
they go he goes into the simulator it's like a real vacation and then he doesn't know who he is and now i'm lost <laughs> it just blew my own mind <laughs> that's because they won't let you figure it out or they terminate the simulation am i quitting? so it's the only way you exist is if you haven't figured it out yet yeah. once you figure it out they just they just terminate you well, so we're all dead because you just figured it out. No, no, no. I didn't. Uh, I just said I th- think it's a theory. I didn't actually figure out and prove it's true. If I prove it's true, then we're all done. Well, th- this is going out. This isn't proof. This know? is a proof. <laughs> this is just. He's dooming us. Uh-oh. Jay takes a train into work. Oh, so this is yeah. the stuff. <laughs> you have an hour commute. You just. All right. Okay. Okay. That was a good news <laughs> segment. That was a really good news segment. Once again. Um, okay. <laughs> so let's move on to family time. What did we? Uh, what did you? do with your kids the last couple of weeks been cool fun interesting nerdy go for it i always start this so oh, Jay, you, sure. start, you start today sure damn it, mr so we don't exist unless we know we exist <laughs> no we do exist we're all simulation yeah right. it's a, okay though so is everyone else your kids exist simul- and if they exist what did you do with them? it's yeah. a family simulation <laughs> my um my daughter really likes a game called roblox uh, it's kind of <laughs> like minecraft only um like you can it's kind of like Minecraft, only there's a programmable element to it where you can actually you can create environments, but you can also create standalone programs based off of this Roblox environment. So she'll go and find a neat game she wants to try that someone else created. They have a whole community where they do this, and um, she's been doing it a lot. So the other night we sat down to try to figure out. She's built a few environments, but hasn't added any dynamic elements or done any programming with it or anything. So we sat down. And I had no idea what was going on at all. I thought I could wing it and try to figure it out. So over the next week or two, I'm going to try to figure something interesting out so that we can sit down and actually make something move, you know, like when you hit a button or or whatever, or something interact where where her character can walk up and actually interact with it. Um, Don't have much to report yet, but I'd like to, to do that and have something to report for the next podcast. Well, that sounds pretty cool. I've so, never so, heard of awesome. Yeah. So what I have to discuss now is that it was a lot harder than it looked to me. And I'm a software engineer, so I yeah. should be able to figure this out. <laughs> Apparently sitting down and just looking at the – they have like a Roblox Studio um, software package that you download for free and can, can do all sorts of scriptable stuff in it. So, yeah, it should be pretty cool. That sounds really cool. I think we've been geeking out to uh... – Clash of Clans. I started playing a lot. <laughs> oh, you back to it? <clears throat> yeah, I'm back to it. They just had a new, a new addition, I think, to it. Or they new... did. They just updated. You're playing too, right? Yeah, I'm playing. Yeah. Too. Did you get the lava dogs or whatever they are? I, I'm not that far that I would be yeah. able to. Uh, my town hall is only level eight. Yeah, I think I'm right there with Your you. What? Town hall. Town hall. Oh, it's like you're town set, hall. You have to, in order to get to the next level, you have to keep upgrading okay. your buildings. Yeah. And, that's like your main what do you show. play this on? Is it a Facebook uh, game iPad, or is it a standalone? iPad, iPhone. Oh, it's a, yeah, any app. Luke's playing it too, and all his friends at all his friends at school now have started a a uh, clan, and mm. they want me to join mostly because they want my me to give them dragons. Playing. And stuff like that. <laughs> What's that? Oh, sorry, sorry. What did you say? No, my son was playing it, but he he stopped. I don't I don't know why. Yeah, I, I keep stopping too, and then I'll go back a couple. I gotta start months playing. later. It gets, it's pretty. It's good. frustrating at the higher levels. because... Yes. Basically, how it works is you you have like a little city, you have a town hall, and you build barracks, and you can create these armies, and then you can go and attack other players and yep. steal their steal their gold or steal their um, uh, their elixir, you know. And you, the the goal is you have to build this stuff up, you have to generate it through mining or whatever, and you you know after time passes, you get more and more of these resources, but then someone can invade you and take a ton of them away. And when you get to the higher levels. 
like a full day's worth of like just your your different minds and elixir generators just churning all of that can be taken away just by a single attack from a right. human player and it's just like you know you're not getting anywhere after a while and you when you get that so that's where they want you to to buy to pay to buy the gems, the gems and to, yep. use the gems to to keep people from attacking you or to buy more resources that's where you start it starts to get like you, you get tempted to go in and buy ten dollars worth of gems or whatever and i'm sure that's you know how the game makes its money but i'm starting to get uh, yeah. frustrated i don't know about you but uh, luke and i have been timing everything so you get these shields after you've been attacked you get a yeah. shield for a certain amount of time so i'll just set my my iphone alarm to go off just before <laughs> our shield and we'll attack make more money and then when someone yeah. comes to attack us but you know we've been going back and forth with that and it's pretty good i mean the, the wars are fun when you the, the clans can fight you battle uh against another clan that's pretty good and do, do there's you a actually... star wars version now too oh yeah so well, it's all empire sudden, versus the rebels and you can create ion ah, cannons and set up yeah it's, it looks pretty do you actually cool. buy like any of the stuff though or what do you mean? find like the gems and oh no you i can play find the, you can find the gems too <laughs> okay yeah. the so, gems so it's definitely playable can, without yeah you can earn them through by doing certain things in the game like okay killing a certain number of whatever yeah i think when you getting dig a up certain rocks level or... yeah also when you remove yeah any of the obstacles sometimes the gem will come out but you get achievements and achievements give you some gems right that's good but you i mean it's it's so slow that it takes there's no way i think that's it. when you lose people yeah. and they go right and then they'll come back and but that's know. when it slows down anyway it, we're probably talking too much about class right right sorry <laughs> but the big thing what, what else do we do we did uh scout started back up which is really cool and he's at a different level now so we're going to be doing a lot of camping yeah. and uh crafting and stuff like that so it should be fun he's right what's the next level he's a bear bear yeah yeah yep um and we also saw frozen on ice i know i I, did, uh, I talked yeah. about oh, this offline with everybody. Yeah, yeah. This was yeah. an offline discussion. So which, you ended right. up doing it. Everything yeah. turned out okay. I'm sure everything turned out okay. <laughs> I was a little weirded out because I didn't know it was going to be too girly for the two boys, and but um, they ended up really liking it. And uh, the uh, my, my oldest son did say, "Boy, there's a lot of there's a lot of girls here. A lot more girls and boys." <laughs> and, mm-hmm. But the show was actually great. I was wondering how they were going to do all the effects on ice, and it was. Uh, they, how they were going to bring the big snowman out, and what they were I mean, going to do with uh, right. with the smaller uh, Olaf. Oh, when Olaf like lost his top half and stuff, oh, like yeah. that. it was all like there was a little <clears> bit <throat> of uh, remote control things going on there. The, the big well, I won't spoil it, but it, it was a great show. I mean, talk about a, a movie that's you know custom made for on ice. I mean, it's kind of redundant, uh, frozen on right, ice. exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I mean. The movies made for it. I mean, yeah. like they've done <laughs> know, Little right? Mermaid on ice. It's like, no, yeah, that kind right. of doesn't work. Especially well. since it's hard to get the skate over the fin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did have. Uh, they had all the characters come out. They had Ariel come out. They had all of them came out, which was must would really have made you upset because they're, yeah, right? yeah. they're mixing all those what? different right. movies. What? <laughs> How could they possibly do that? Jay starts throwing stuff at <laughs> yeah. Ariel. Yeah. Yeah. We're leaving. That's it. <laughs> this is wrong. How could she possibly? Everything's frozen. Fonz, frozen. Do you want to uh, touch on a little bit of the conversation we did have prior or post the last podcast? Do you want to? Uh, yeah, there was a little bit of... Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting. Maybe sure. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I was a little yeah. nervous because I didn't know, you know, my kids love the movie, but they're both boys. And I was I was wondering if they were going to go to school, talk about it and get teased a little bit. And um, I talked with uh, with G-Man and Hoff afterwards. I think you had left. And I was like, well, what do you guys think? How do you feel about that? And uh, I think the 
I really wanted to take them. And I think you guys had said, you know, if they like it, if they, if he talks about it a lot, take them. If he does it, you don't have to introduce it. But he did. He talked about it a lot. And we ended up going, of course, my youngest just loved it. He just wanted to yeah. see whole lot. Yeah, that's, but, um, that's a no brainer. It's the older yeah. kid that you were, you know, you're worried about when the, the teasing is more of a, a prospect at school. It's yeah. definitely could happen. And I think they're still too young. Because mm-hmm. we did talk about it with a bunch of uh, kids at the bus stop. And, and everyone was like, yeah, that's great. You did see a couple of looks, but still too young for that. But yeah, I it think it's a more thought. Yeah. 10, 11, 12, maybe that area. I don't know. Something like that. Junior high, maybe. Yeah. It would be more of a problem. But So that I'm was that. And it. Yeah, he really liked it. Uh, they both really liked it. and um, But expensive? Geez, I tell you. Yeah. Because I ended up buying my youngest like a sword. Oh, there's a light up sword. He really oh, wanted it. Piece of crap. 25 bucks. Yeah. It it's insane. It'll, it'll break tomorrow. Oh, it's got a two year guarantee. No. Which I thought was. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. Where are you going to find the guy? Track him down. The guy in the cart? Yeah. Like, no, no. It was inside. So I think a Disney store. I don't know. Okay. That's a little better. I'm but, thinking uh, the little carts that are going around. What else do they have? Uh, Olaf's head as a stein. So you kind of pop the top of his head off. And <laughs> oh, they put my a, niece got one of those. Yeah, they put a snow cone in there. Yeah. A oh, little, that's cool. A little strange, though, because you're kind of eating Olaf's brain. Kind of pop his head. <laughs> and eat his but his brain. brain is a snow cone. It makes perfect sense That's to right. Me. That's it's right. It's multicolored yeah. and under his head. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, it was a good show. It was. Uh, everybody was there. You popped on Facebook while I was there and... Everybody's like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, There's yeah. a ton of people there. Cool. So it was good. Awesome. Yeah, and, uh, huh? Um, I mean, piggyback on the Cub Scouts thing. We signed up uh, my son, and I'm excited for it. Just just in general. I mean, I think we've talked about it on the last podcast. Um, the only other thing, family-wise, we finally, I shouldn't say finally, but we found a show that was perfect for our whole family. And it's, a, it's an animated show. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Gravity Falls. Yeah, I've it's a heard about Disney that. show. I'm waiting for Mark to come back because I think he's watched it. But it's voiced by Chris. There's two boy and a girl. They're twins, um, Dipper and Mabel Pines, and Gravity Falls. You've seen it, right? But the second season is starting, and it's appointment viewing for all. We all enjoy it, and my youngest one is the toughest one to to, to get involved, and she loves it. My son loves it because it's got mystery. Um, monsters, but not scary, scary monsters. It, uh, I guess the basic concept is that it's the two kids. They're on summer vacation. They go to their uncle Stan's. Oh, great uncle, sorry, great uncle Stan's, and he's got this tourist trap place that's uh, called the Mystery Shack. And then they get into all these adventures around the Mystery Shack, and it's it's just awesome. Kristen Schaal's the the lady that does the voice for oh, she's in the Toy she's Story. She's awesome. She is incredible. She's uh, Louise on uh, Bob's and Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Yep. So she's hilarious. Um, Jason Ritter is the the boy, um, John Ritter's son. Yep. And he's great. Um, and it's got like all kinds of guest voices in it too. That are all Linda Cardellini is in it too. Uh huh. Yeah. Which she's always one of my favorites. But anyway, appointment viewing for us. We DVR it. We watch it as a family. It's like. We love it. Um, so that's just it. the the baddie there, the kid, the the little kid who's that kind of the evangelist. Oh, the evangelist! You talking about the goth kid? No, that's the, her boyfriend, right? That's another good voice. No, there's um, a there's like a, a little kid who has a southern accent. He kind of dresses like an evangelist. Oh, yeah, that's their bad guy. Hey, the, he, their and he tra- keeps trying to take over the the shack. Yeah, a little short fat kid. Oh, I can't remember. I his can't name. remember. It's great. 
Yeah. Great. Um, anyway, I, that shows that shows really well written, and I think it is. I think the concept. I have to look it up, but I think the concept was created by a fairly young kid. I think he was a college student. Yeah. And Disney picked it up. I was reading a little of his bio, and he does a ton of the voices in the show, too. Oh, he does? Okay. He does Uncle Stan. Really? Uh, upgrade Uncle I have Stan. to look that up. Uh, what's his name? Her- Hirsch? So- something Hirsch. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, he took it as a short to Disney, and Disney wanted to create a series around it because they love the short so much, and, you know, he just kind of grew from there. But um, highly recommend it. You guys got to check it out. Even maybe Logan, little on the edge, but... Like some of the goofy characters. Oh, I'll totally, I'll totally start TiVoing it or DVRing it, whatever the term is today. <laughs> recording, Just call it it. recording, recording it. Yeah, I love uh, when people call it taping. Oh. Taping it. Yeah, your VCR set up, <laughs> timed. I'll set. There you go. Cool. Um, That's it for me. We get right. something else. No, Gideon was the the name oh, I was trying Gideon, to think of. Yeah. We um, last week I uh, went to the local library and they had a um, Lego play day a couple of, like every saturday they have lego day so you know my son has used the larger blocks up to this point and even the duplos but i said you know what you know, it was a really hot day it was last i think it was last saturday right you had the yard sale Is that yeah. last week yeah yes. and um it was super hot un- unseasonably hot and it was miserable outside so i just went in the library and they had tons of Legos, and my son really, really got into it. Like they had buckets and buckets and buckets of Legos, and he spent we spent an hour and a half there, just playing with Legos, putting things together. We built a little house and everything, and so I said, okay, I guess he's old enough for the regular Legos. And then I said, well, let's just get him some, just to start out with. And my God, they're expensive. Oh God, yeah. I never realized, like you know, like a, we get a bucket of. On Amazon, a bucket of like six hundred, just pieces, nothing special, no, no, no weird roofs or people or wheels or anything, just the standard blocks from the little tiny blocks up to the medium sized blocks, and it costs like thirty bucks. Oh yeah, it's a, nothing. And when I open, I like it. Oh, six hundred, six hundred blocks is not a lot no. of plastic. So, you know, he likes playing with them. I think we're gonna try to find some more oh, yeah. yard sales or whatever. Just to kind of round out and have some more options because they had a million different kinds of Legos at this at this library. He really dug that, and uh, I don't know. I think that's really about it. Unfortunately, he started soccer um, last week, and he has it again on Sunday, which is a new experience. Team sport for a three-year-old is. Uh, oh yeah, um, it's like herding cats. There's like a ton <laughs> of people because this is like a really this is very few soccer camps i guess that allow kids that age because it's usually you have to be at least four or five years old before you can be a part of a soccer league and this is a league that's for three-year-olds it starts with three-year-olds so there were a lot of parents there and a lot of kids and um it was kind of difficult the first that first day because they didn't have enough coaches and they were asking parents to become coaches and we don't know what the hell we're doing i don't know anything about (laughs) soccer so i don't know anything about soccer um and then trying to get, you know, each team was, you know, had maybe about eight or nine three-year-olds <laughs> trying to get them to do the same thing and listen. And yeah, it's they impossible. all wanted to go in a different direction. And that was it's each team. The and then there time. were like 12 teams. So, um, yeah, it's it's it was a, it's a work in progress, I think. So we'll see how that goes with them. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I did, I did much of anything other than that. I mean, with me working as much as I do. Um, two nights a week and then all day, every day. Um, I don't have as much time with him to uh, 
to 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 do anything else except on the weekend. So uh, didn't didn't really do that much other than you know get him some Legos or we're building and he's doing a lot oh, of yeah. reading on his own. Especially if we read to him and he memorizes the books now and we find that to be pretty astonishing. He'll sit there and he'll read each page and not just describe what's on the page, but he'll read the words from the page because he remembers. So I have a question for you, G-Man. Yeah. Still reading that Boy George book? (laughs) Boy George? Yeah, he was. I noticed he had a Boy George George book. Yeah, yeah. It it ended up in my car, but uh, (laughs) I don't know where it is anymore. Oh, that's strange. Hmm. I wonder where that boy George probably, book is now. It'll probably turn up somewhere. <laughs> you think? Maybe. Well, I hope you find it now. I want to read it. <laughs> oh, we were having a yard sale. I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna appear again soon. But I'm I'm certain that he'll make his way home. <laughs> if he does. And VH1 can do a where is he now? No, we had a yard sale and um, we pulled out a few books. And uh, well, Lynette, well, my wife Lynette is a, was a big fan of Boy George back in the day. Like who wasn't? Of course. <laughs> so we uh, we happen to have a Boy George biography that we were selling, and I casually You're trying to sell casually slipped it into G Man's car. An I found it about four days There's later. There's an underground Boy George market you don't know. About. It was stuck down between the seat on the passenger side, so. And I didn't see it till about three days later because <laughs> I opened that side door and there it was. And I said, where did this come? And I realized, but the book disappeared. Oh, <laughs> I don't know where it might be. I don't know where it is. Hmm. That's disappointing. Because we'll if I find that half, I'll get it to you. Boy, yeah, George, do. <laughs> Boy George found his way home, I suspect. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, would have been better if you hadn't mentioned it. I just figured this would just travel back and forth forever. <laughs> <laughs> but you can cut that in. I know you I'm totally good. <laughs> you know, we actually after that return home, we, did, um, we looked at a, a few Boy George videos. It's very, very scary that we watched. Oh, you mean culture. Club, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. His Not, solo stuff sucks. His so, yeah, I didn't know much about <laughs> that. You're right. It certainly Culture wasn't Club. at the quality of Culture Club. <laughs> no, I mean, that True. was the pinnacle. Do you want to hurt me? Do you really want to hurt me? Uh, okay. Grown up time. What did you guys do without the kids? Anything? This is always a tough do? one. This is tough. You don't have a whole lot of time. Literally through my head, it. I'm like, I was not separated from the kids at all. I, <laughs> I, I know, uh, well, what I'm pretty excited about is uh, a. I, they, I, anyone can confirm this, but I'm pretty sure they announced that they are doing a Deadpool movie. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. about that. It's confirmed. Yeah, which it, I, I, we love the, uh, the the test, test footage, footage yeah. was was amazing. And if uh, if you get a chance to watch that, that, that and there's a, everyone's talking. Is that going to be R? Is it going to be PG-13? But it has to Honestly, be R. Judging from the test footage, it would have to be R. <clears throat> I wouldn't have yeah. a problem if they went NC-17. I mean, to make it right. I don't care. Oh, what really? They yeah. NC seventeen. Oh, I don't I care what. Basically, to. my point is, I don't care what rating they give it, right, as right. long as it's done right. Um, all right, NC seventeen is a little crazy, but yeah, yeah. I'm. I mean, I saw the test footage, and I was always pissed that they screwed it up because Ryan Reynolds is perfect for Deadpool, absolutely perfect, and they ruined it in the Wolverine. which one was that? Wolverine, Wolverine. Origins. Wolverine. Yeah, X Men Origins. X Men Origins. Wolverine, which. They 
basically took away his mouth. He's the merc with the mouth. Yeah. He took away his mouth, which always aggravated me. The movie, other than that, was okay, but it just it flew down. Well, they also gave him all sorts of powers, right? Everybody's powers. He could shoot well, beams out of his eyes. <laughs> could he do all that? He could in the movie, I thought. The Weapon X, when he had the blades on his hands? Yeah. In the movie, yeah, but no, that's, that's not at all. Like, yeah, he got all the powers of the yeah, it was strange. other mutants that had been oh, tested right, on. Right. But that's not, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, he doesn't was, need yeah. all that. He was No. He has a healing factor, and he's crazy. And he's a and he's hilarious swordsman and, and uh, marksman. So Yeah. And so, hence kudos. to Doctor Strange as well. Yeah. That's coming out as well. Oh, yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's pretty yeah. much. And I finally saw Winter Soldier. Oh, did so I, yeah, uh, they, they had you. that one little mention of, of Doctor Strange in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but big thing I think is uh, Comic Con. We we finally solidified. Yeah, uh, we're we're going to Comic Con New York, which mm-hmm. is good. So G Man and I are going. Um, not taking these other guys, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish yeah. we were all going next year. We'll get, yeah. we'll all go next year. And the Rhode Island Comic Con. Rhode Island, yeah, Rhode Island's the end of uh, November. We'll all, we'll all be there at a table and so if you're local come by and see us um and we're doing a panel too at rhode island so uh, that was that's not for another month but uh definitely gonna happen i guess that's all i was uh, that's what i'm pretty psyched about but I, I didn't really do too much outside of family stuff so mm-hmm. Jay, cool. well the the little bit of time that i had um at night after the kids go to bed i've been working my way through star trek the next generation mm-hmm. oh good for you it's just my favorite show of all mm-hmm. time from when I was a kid. So well written. I haven't watched it as an adult, so I'm doing that now. And uh, yeah, I'm on season four. I just basically kind of throw that in in between other series Mm. that I find. Although I'd watched um, the first episode of Arrow um, today, before I came here, actually. I left and the wife was watching it and seemed to like it. Oh, okay. um, Which was pretty cool. Your impressions were? I liked it. Okay, Um, Yeah, I I thought I had tried it once. But whatever I had watched was, I think I watched the British Robin Hood show, version oh. of Robin Hood. I watched the first half of the first episode and I just wasn't feeling it, so I shut it off. But I thought I had tried Arrow. So I, I had watched the wrong show. So this whole time you've been talking about it, I've been like, oh, I tried yeah. that. I wasn't <laughs> feeling it. But but I, this was neat. I like this. Yeah. So I'm going to give a give it uh, a few more shows I mean a few more episodes I think it's something that we'll be able to watch as a family which is pretty cool um, um, because my well my wife seemed interested older... and my daughter seemed yeah. to like she was watching your daughter will be fine from yeah, the yeah. side she was playing playing her games on the computer which is in the living room with the TV and she kept she kept peeking over too so yeah. I'm pretty excited about that yeah but, I think your daughter will be fine yeah. but um, your little guy I don't, I don't yeah know. I, don't, I don't think he'll it'll hold further up in anyway. the series it gets I mean, not not crazy, but I'd be a little cautious. Okay, just Will just be. as a warning, you know. But cool. It, I was. I'm glad you said that because I had kind of the opposite. I stuck with it because I originally wasn't feeling it, and then I stuck with it, and it got way better. And I just then I'm hooked. So um, I watched uh, this weird movie on cable. You? Yeah, me. Weird movie. Weird movies. I, I find the weird stuff. It's called the Sasquatch Gang. Did anyone see ever see this movie? I've never heard of Sorry. it. I know, right? Like it was on Justin Long is in it. Wow, this really weird theme song. And the Sasquatch it's, it's the, Gang. It's the most bizarre movie I have ever seen. Well, not ever, but one of the more bizarre huh. movies I've seen recently. It basically it's about these three nerdy kids who 
are hiking through the woods and find what they think is a Sasquatch's tracks and his poop, like a big I pile was of afraid you were going to say that. And like Carl Weathers is in it. He plays a Sasquatch expert, and the guy wow. who plays Uncle Rico in in Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, no way. It plays a cop, and it's this goofy family, very family friendly, but kind of pa- almost like a parody of like these kid adventures Goonies type movies, and it's it's told in this weird like kind of like chunky time where it's like from different perspectives of different characters and it kind of overlaps the story the stories overlap from one to the next and it's just this it's one of the weirdest movies like i and i can't really describe it other than to say watch it it's it's funny and you think you understand what its purpose is and then something really strange will happen it makes you go wait a minute this is kind of making fun of itself i don't know it's hard to really explain it but i watched it and it was actually i kind of liked it and the kids can watch it and they might they might like it like these kids like they make their own weapons out of foam and like broom handles and they practice fighting each other with them and then there's these bullies that are really not just like but they're super stereotypical bullies like at one point one of them actually gets down on his hands and knees and the other one pushes a kid over him oh you know like those old school like 1920s bully style type (laughs) stuff um and then there's a girl that one of the nerds likes and she likes it's weird i don't know but I, I would recommend it. It's it's one of the strangest movies, and it had a lot of really funny moments to it. And Wait, I, is this Harry and the Hendersons? No, it's oh. it, there's no actual Bigfoot in it. It's just oh, that's that's the, what? This, they don't actually uh. see the Bigfoot, but it, it's pretty obvious from the very beginning what's really going on. Anyway, just I don't know. The other thing that I did is not watch anything, but I I, I bought um, this is the second book in a series, and I, I had the first one already. It's called Jedi Academy. Do you know uh, Jeffrey Brown, the graphic artist, uh, graphic novelist? He did um, the Luke Skywalker as Darth Vader's son books. Remember we gave yeah, that? Gave What's it called? I don't know that. Vader and Son. Vader and Son, and then Vader and Daughter, which mm-hmm. is like Vader and Leia. And it's like as, it's, if, if Vader raised his kids. Oh, he's the cartoonist. Right, he's the cartoonist. cartoonist. Yeah, oh, I've yeah, met okay. him a couple of times in a few shows. <clears throat> he's done a lot of books, but these are the ones that he's gotten a lot of success from, mainstream success. Well, he put out this new book series, and he's on the second one called Jedi Academy, about a, a little boy who goes to the Jedi Academy. And, what, and it's like from the perspective of a, like a five-year-old or a six-year-old Padawan, and each book is like a diary that this kid writes and draws. Oh, okay, cool. About being, and Yoda is in it, and... And just, you know, all these different characters. And it's really grounded very much in the Star Wars universe, but it's kind of like kind of like cutesy parody-ish version. So <clears throat> I think the kids would really like to read them because they they have a very um, – um, what's that other uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid style feel oh, really? to them? Oh, that's perfect. Oh, but they're also I'm Star Wars. I think I've so seen this. It's yeah. cool. Like this, I, I had the first one and I loved it and then I was at the bookstore – just doing some grading and I said, you know, I finished what I was doing. I said, let me just take a walk around. And I saw that the second one had come out. It was in the kids section. And I'm Ooh. like, shit, I'm just going to buy it because I like it. And I read it and it's, I'm reading it. I'm halfway through it. It's, it's really good. I highly recommend it. I think, I think we would really enjoy it. I know I did. I think you guys are really good. I think I would. As Star Wars fans. And I know your kids, it's really, you can give it to your kid after you read it or let them read it first. It's really intended for the kid. But yeah. yeah. But no, I don't, th- I think it's kind of, attended. yeah, there it is. It's good yeah. up on the screen. It's really cool. Um, it's like comic book style. Yeah, it's a comic, but it also has a lot of pages that's just his hand, you know, his words, his writing, like his diary and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, his like his father is a is like a pilot, 
he's a X-wing pilot or something. Or, uh, and you know, it's it's you know, it's set you know before the events of the new the older films. It's he goes to the Jedi Academy where Yoda teaches. And stuff. Oh, I, I like this a lot. I'm I'm just previewing it right now. It's really cool. Um, the first one was really cool, and like I said, I'm halfway through the second one, so I like that. Um, um, so we're gonna move on to our final segment, which is what you've all been waiting for: the LXP classic film review of E.T. The Extraterrestrial, released June 11th, 1982, starring Henry Thomas as Elliot, Robert McNaughton as Michael, Drew Barrymore as Gertie, and the one person who's actually still famous from this, uh, D. Wallace as Mary, uh, Peter Coyote as Keys, directed by the legendary Steven Spielberg. Plot synopsis from IMDb with a little of my flair added to it. Elliot, a troubled child from a broken family, meets a visitor from outer space and makes an interstellar connection with the being who he names E.T. With the aid of his older brother, younger sister, and some neighborhood friends, he summons the courage to help his alien buddy to get back home. Um, we're going to just play a quick clip from E.T. So here we go. Stay here, stay. And don't tell anybody. No, nobody. Be good, be good. Oh, God! Elliot. What? Elliot? Elliot? Elliot. I taught him how to talk now. He can talk now. Elliot. Look what he brought Elliot, up here all by himself. Elliot, What's he need this Elliot, stuff for? Elliot. E.T., can you say that? Can you say E.T.? E.T. 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 That's okay. Um, so we have a synopsis of E.T. provided... I uh, believe this week by Fonz's oldest son, Luke. So let's hear from Luke. Okay, Luke, what movie are we talking about? E.T. And uh, what does that stand for? Do you remember? Extra terrestrial? Extra terrestrial. Terrestrial. Means alien, like not from Earth. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, so who's your favorite character in the movie? E.T. Not Gertie, not Elliot. E.T. Not the bike guys. E.T. E.T. E All right, and what, what did he do that made him your favorite? He was really funny. Even though he got everyone in trouble? Mm-hmm. And what did he, do you remember what he did with his finger? Stuck it up his nose, right? No, what did E.T. do with his finger? He he said, um, ouch, ouch, ouch. <laughs> right. And then he touched the cut, and it healed. Pretty cool, right? And what would he always say? He, he, it would, what would the tip of his finger do? Glow. What color? Yellow. No, red. Oh, red. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, were you scared when he was he was dying, or you thought he was dying? Yeah. You were? Yeah, I remember you were like, is he dying? Is everything okay? Is he dying, Dad? 
But he came back, right? He came back to life. Mm -hmm. And what did he do when he came back to life? He said, E.T. fun home, E.T. fun home, E.T. fun home, E.T. fun home. You love that part, right? Yeah. Now, would you, would you have done what Elliot did? Get in the, like, steal the car and steal steal E.T.? No. You wouldn't? What would you have done? I don't know. You don't know? All right, and did your brother like it? Yeah. What was his favorite part? Um, I don't know. Well, he always does the impression of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When E.T. and Elliot scream. E.T. and Elliot? Or, is it Gertie? Yeah, E.T. and Gertie. <laughs> well, I, if you had to give it a rating from one to five, five being the best, what would you give it? Five. Five? What do you think your brother would give it? Five, two. Because you, I think when you were your brother's age, you were scared of the movie. So maybe he might give it a, maybe a three, what do you think? You think yeah. he'd still give it a five? Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Glad you liked boop, it. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that is boop, boop, boop. <laughs> He always does that after every time. <laughs> Is that his sign off? Is that his like? That's his sign off. That's what he likes That's to all, say. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right. So uh, high praise from young Luke. Yeah, he loved it. He, they, uh, we, I think we talked about it last podcast. We went to the uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. We went to the, the drive-in, and it was just a great place to see it. Talk about like bringing us back to to when we probably saw our drive-ins were a lot more popular. So it was it was nice to see it that way. Now, did you see the original cut, or did you see the updated CGI'd cut? No, I think it was the original, because yeah, there were guns the in it. I know they cut the guns out. It's that close-up scene of the shotgun. Yeah, the yeah. Shotgun. I had forgotten about that's, that. That's the original. Which I thought yeah. was a little extreme. I it would have preferred they had walkie-talkies. <laughs> <laughs> they could just do something You know like what, that. though? Yeah, it was a nerf I, shotgun. I know, you're being, I know you're kind of being glib. And, I am. But I... I think i actually agree with that sentiment for real because when i watched it this time i was like there's no real need for these guys to have the guns i mean it's a moment where it's like uh-oh and it's drama but would they have shot these boys like yeah threw them off their their bikes with shotguns i absolutely agree well, with you i don't know yeah. if it was for the was it for the boys or was it for the alien yeah, yeah that's a good but i mean the alien obviously was they know what it was they knew it wasn't a well, they, I well, guess no, they, they maybe didn't really. Here's the thing. He was sick most yeah, of the time. They had guns. They it's could have shot them, but they made no attempt. Yeah, they don't even no. fire so the Why gun. even have them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, it, with... They just pulled the cars up as like a roadblock to stop the right. kids. And they're like waving their hands down to make them slow down. And that's when they, that famous scene where they take yeah. off and fly but away. But then again, the, the walkie-talkie sub was not very yeah, smart either because they're all right next to each other. They're all there. <laughs> hey, why don't Roger, we Roger. Yeah, hey, you're right here. I don't need. You don't need the walkie-talkie. I, I, yeah, I guess I, I. Yeah, that makes sense. But, um, okay. So, uh, we know what Fonz's kids thought of it. What about Hoff? What about Henry and Rachel? Um, well, because we were at the driving on, you know, together. They they watched it together, Luke and, and Henry, and the two little ones, Alex and and my little Rachel, and um. It was it was just great. I mean, talk about a great family experience. The kids, for the most part, all got it, all reacted at the right moments. Um, you know, all the funny things that ET does. Um, 
the sad parts, they they all got it, and I think they genuinely enjoyed it. Um, you know, little kids wouldn't get the nuances. I mean, except for Alex, he was quizzing oh, the whole talking the whole thing. time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was into it. Like, is he gonna do this? Is he gonna get that? And, Wow, this kid is paying attention. Yeah, he really. My daughter did phase out at the end, but she was enjoying it. But yeah, that was that was fascinating. Just listening to him. (laughs) Well, he was sitting right next to me. He was sitting on my lap. Yeah, and just asking about everything that happened. But he was into it. Yeah, that's good. And that's we talked about last podcast. That's good that we were at the driving because you can talk like at the theater. You wouldn't that would have annoyed someone. So it it was just perfect, and what a great experience. me watching the movie again, I love it just as much. I mean, yeah. it just, it didn't age for me at all, except for some of the funny things was watching the kids play in the D&D. That was like, I'm like no. And smoking. That was, that was. <laughs> they were smoking. Right? Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure the kids were smoking. Uh, the mother was at the house, wasn't she though? She was there. Yep. I got to rewatch that now. I don't there's a lot of things like she was the single mom did they, yeah. they mention the father he's in mexico he's in mexico yes so we have to assume it's a divorce uh, he left her yeah she yeah. she's upset and the beginning of the film and stuff. <laughs> I, I actually at um terracon in providence just this past um spring i got a chance to meet d wallace the woman who plays the mom on this in this film she was uh one of the guests and she was extremely nice to talk to. She was, uh, I was with another English teacher friend and um, she said, no, she said, I used to be an English teacher before I was an actress. And she offered to um, Skype in with our students if we ever showed E.T. for any purpose to teach some way. A friend of mine teaches a cinema lit class, which is like film studies and sometimes uses E.T. for cinematography to demonstrate it. She said, if you ever do that, let me know. I'll Skype in and talk to your just as a just as a side note, she's really very nice lady, <laughs> and uh, just as beautiful. I think she was she's pretty good looking in this movie. You know, she's dressed as the cat. She comes out and the kids are like reacting. They're like, mm. "Look at my mom's all sexy! Oh my god!" And she was just as pretty now as she was then. So if she happens to listen to this podcast, <laughs> she very unlikely. Little, uh, crush, Thank uh, you for talking to apparently. us and being so cool. Um, <laughs> But if you ever if you're at an event convention or something and she's there, make sure you walk up to her and say hi because she's wicked cool, very nice. Um, Jay, what did your kids think? They liked it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they liked it. I was talking about them about it with them today, and they had watched it like two weeks ago or so. Um, my son remembered quite a bit of it, which mm-hmm. is a good sign, mm-hmm. right? I was asking what his favorite part was, and he says the part when he went home. He was happy that he got to go home. Mm-hmm. My wife really liked the movie. She hadn't seen it? Um, no, no, she had seen it. Well, oh, okay. oh, yeah, I should probably say it. So we both hadn't seen it since we were children. Okay. Uh, we were, yeah, we were really little. I, actually, I wasn't born yet when the movie came out. <laughs> so, <sighs> what year was it? 82. I knew we said it. Okay. So um, so <laughs> the last time I had seen this was when I was really small. And I didn't, I didn't remember it, most of the movie, actually. I only remembered bits and pieces when we were watching it again. But she liked it a lot. She said the, the end scene... She got really emotional there in the end scene That's when, um, you know, when E.T. was leaving and uh, wanted the boy to come with him and he wanted E.T. to stay. And She said, yeah, yeah, that upset her. Not upset her. She just felt very emotional, said she almost cried during that time, which was interesting. <laughs> um, 
one one neat thing though, we saw Earth to Echo a few months ago when it was in the theaters. We went, and that was very much like this generation's ET. Yeah, and I think that got more of a response, especially out of my my older daughter who was eleven. Um, that got more of a response out of her than ET did, because even when we were talking about today, I said, "Did you like ET?" And she goes, "Yeah, it was okay." And I hmm. said, "Do you want to watch it again?" And she's like, "Eh, it was mm. it was fine," but she really liked Earth to Echo. And um, in, in Earth to Echo, this very similar thing happens where they basically find an alien, but the entire movie they're using iPads and phones and video cameras and all sorts of different things using Google Maps to figure out where to bring the alien and this and that. So that invoked a little bit more of a, of a response from her. So um, I found that very interesting. But overall, the movie seemed fine. I had the same type of concerns with the, really the beginning of the movie is kind of it. It has an awesome uh, BMX scene yeah. with the bike riding. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh, man. What kid didn't dream of doing that? I know, <laughs> right? Seriously. It, it just, know. yeah. It was awesome. Not even, not the flying part, just the part where you're no, just driving like, yeah, through, avoiding cars. Right. And, well, and they go through, through the, the housing uh, the, development. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just jump Somehow it's all hills. downhill. It's awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool no struggles going it. uphill. Yeah. Just start sure. at the top of the hill and just go all the way down the housing. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I think, like the Goonies, very much a kid's movie. Because you get the, you start from the perspective of the kids. And for, I think, with the exception of the mother, for the first three quarters of the movie, you don't see the face of another adult mm-hmm. until the mm-hmm. you know all the CDC guys, and even then, you see very few faces because they're behind masks. All the adults or, are bad guys, yeah, except for Keys. <laughs> yeah, but even right. but when I was a kid, right. I thought he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't until the very until end. I was an adult that I realized I don't know. he wasn't a bad guy. I, maybe, I maybe I don't remember what I thought when I was a kid, but. It's he's you know he says I've been waiting for this I've been dreaming about this since I was ten and he doesn't do anything to hurt no ET. no he tries to help him he tries to save him they defibrillate him they put the oxygen and everything yeah, but did to... he bring all the as a kid no, yeah, I didn't understand that yeah yeah I guess I guess story. that's true did he bring the you know maybe that's a question there. we could have asked the kids like, I think the whole what you think of him you know had good intentions but you just you don't feel it in the movie yeah you. you from the kids' perspective, you think they're all bad guys. Yep. Not don't trust the adults. You know. <laughs> and I, I completely think that was on advice. purpose. I do too. I it was really on do. Purpose, but I think Spielberg wrote that really well because they were trying to help him. They were trying. Yes. But as a kid, you don't understand that. You just see that the the ET is laying on a table and they're zapping zapping them. You don't know what they're doing. Right. It, it's it's really well done. I mean, yeah. everything. There's so many nuances about it. The, but the dog ran up on the ramp at the end. Like they didn't have to do that. Like all that stuff was just so well, so well done. And you made the relation that you talked about Goonies. There's yeah. something even even a little bit better than Goonies because it. I don't know. It, sh- it showed a lot of raw parts, a lot of behind the scenes lifestyle parts that that uh, they didn't show in Goonies. Goonies was really more about friends, and mm-hmm. but this was just like you know it, the heart. Yeah, it was even even at the table when they're playing D anD D or whatever game they were playing, and and just yeah. like everyday life, and it was dark and and smoky, and it, it just uh, I don't know. It had a little bit more to it than Goonies, mm-hmm. but I agree. It, it had more heart, and it was. More from the kids' perspective, from the emotional 
perspective, not the adventurous fun perspective. Right. Yes. The emotional. Yeah. He has an emotional tie to E.T. It's his responsibility. He's tied to him. Mm-hmm. So the adults don't understand, just like, you know, what a lot of kids think anyway. And the adults are trying to help, but kids don't get that. Even right. our kids don't get when we're trying to teach them something and they don't, they don't understand. They think we're being mean to them or right. whatever. So it just, he just nailed that. Yeah. And I remember yeah, as I a kid, like it just, it just, <laughs> yeah, I can't even get the well. Word he, he definitely got the uh, off is crying, everybody. <laughs> well, and that's I was gonna say next. That was the first movie I remember crying at. The pulse was was taken. Like he he got the pulse of of childhood. He got yeah. the pulse. Everything from the bike the bikes going yeah. to to them not understanding to you know uh, the mother having other issues going on, but it was kind of overshadowed mm-hmm. by the fact that you know I, i'm with my older brothers and his friends and yeah. they're making me go get the pizza yeah they and tease all that. Them, but you know that stuff ultimately is, they come to help them yeah you know they're not all bad and even like the, the older teenage boys like get excited that there's something outside and they grab the knives and they run right. outside <laughs> and i remember i think whether it was i think it might have been luke or or i think it was henry that said the older they all have knives or something oh like yeah that. like they were kind of jumping into that and I remember being like that, like, oh, this is, there could be something bad, but this is going to be an adventure kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time for anyway. the Lord of the Flies. To... Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> just to roll back just for a minute, uh, the, the character of Keys, the Peter Coyote's character that you guys, you know, say so he's a bad guy. I I watched um, the reunion, there's a, on the DVD that I watched it from, I know you guys saw it on the drive-in, but I, I watched it off the DVD and, and there's a reunion that was... 20 years or something it was 2002 or 2020 year reunion they got all of them together including Spielberg the producer all the actors and they did a kind of a panel discussion with them type and Peter Coyote was talking about his character and he said that he was appreciative that Spielberg wrote him as complex and not not just kind of like the evil adult character that he had compassion and he said something I actually wrote down the quote he said um, because of his, he identifies with Elliot because he says, "I've been dreaming for this since I was ten. Him being here is a miracle." This whole idea that it's not about we get to cut him open and see how we can use him, but it's all about look at look at what's fine, you know, contact kind of like this is our every kid's dream. Mine after this movie, like maybe ET will come and choose me. He came to me, like Elliot says. But Peter uh, Peter Coyote said. Because his character proves that it doesn't all die when you grow up. That there's still yeah. a child inside of us, and in that character, in that in, he's called Keys because you only see his keys jingling. Yeah. Like there's no name right, for the right, character, right. so that's how he's credited. But um, I really, you know, I look at that now as an adult. Maybe it's because I'm an adult and I'm more like Keys than I am like Elliot. When I was a kid, I was Elliot. Now I'm more closer. Ide- I can closer identify with the Peter yeah. Coyote character, the guy that like hopes he finds it. And always wanted to when since the time he was a kid. So I always really kind of I dug that 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 it, the, the adults can look at that and maybe my parents did when they took me to see it when I was twelve. Mm-hmm. And they looked at it like you know this would have been cool if it happened when I was a kid. Yeah. The other thought I you just saying that it strikes me that first contact had to be with a kid, otherwise it would have went 
horribly wrong. Yeah. I, I right. just really well, feel it like... Well, it almost wasn't because at the beginning, it's the, they all get scared away by adults. Right. right. Yeah, they pull up. That's the what I mean. And they, like, that's the first contact was a, was a kid was much right. more gentle for this race of, of, you know, the ETs. They're obviously, they were collecting plants. They're, they're not, you yeah. know, a violent race or right. by any stretch. Like botanists. Yeah. Botanists. I, I don't know. I don't really <laughs> get into that. I'm sure there's some backstory somewhere, but... They're in Star Wars, so yeah, you know that's funny. Yeah, it has to be kind of in the loop. Yeah, it's <laughs> so true. funny that you brought that up because one of the one of the coolest things while we were watching it is when uh, oh, they yeah. have that's E.T. Right. dressed up as the ghost, and they're bringing him through, and E.T. sees Yoda, the guy dressed up as Yoda, mm-hmm. and he says, "Home." Does he home. say "home, home, home"? Yeah. Well, Hoff was like, "Well, that's interesting because he would his race would know." Yoda's race because they were in yeah, the Senate together. Or or, I mean, that was written much later, but that was... No, it could be the same time, for all we know. No, it's a but long, it's, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, oh, so yeah, they just say a so, long time ago. Okay. It would have been but, E.T.'s great, But great, if you go through a wormhole... But maybe, you know, maybe they're taught that in elementary school. The different races. It <laughs> 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 could be true. Maybe. You could know. Yeah, Yoda. Yoda's yeah. probably pretty famous. Yoda's also eight hundred years old. Yeah, so yeah I mean, but he's right. in the history books. Yeah. I'm sure. But I thought that was an interesting connection. I didn't, yeah. would have never thought of that. Well, the connection was there before because you know aliens, both aliens. But then we saw it. Yeah. More recently, as you know, the ETs in the Senate and together <laughs> makes me wonder okay. if they meant to do that. <laughs> Let's get back. Oh, to it was all a big point. Yeah, of course. No, no. I mean, when they wrote the new Star Wars. Sorry. <laughs> So, all right. Anything? Any um, red flags here? Oh, points. Boozing oh. when the when uh, ET's drinking yeah. the beer. ET and yeah, like, and the cigarettes. The cigarettes, smoking, smoking kids smoking. swearing. And, uh, yeah, was, if, if you can skip well, the first ten minutes, yeah. you're all set. <laughs> at the same what time, just skip the first ten minutes of the movie. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, when, you, you won't understand what's, kid what's calls happening. The other kid penis breath. Is yeah, that yeah. There's. But the mother laughs. How old were we when we started? We were 12? We were 12. Yeah. 19, 1982. Eh. We saw yeah. it. Right, but we were 12. We were, I mean, 12. We were all I mean, that was 1982. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the beer thought, thing, though. The, I thought the beer thing was hilarious. What about... Oh, um, yeah. There's some scary moments, too. Like the first encounter with E.T. in the cornfield. That yelling. When yeah, anything screams, coming out of a cornfield like, is never good. Kind of shaking his hands and... That weird animatronic ET. <laughs> I mentioned screen. it. I think Luke mentioned it, or I mentioned it. Um, that he was. We we showed him the movie a couple of years back. I forget how old he was. He was terrified, terrified of the movie. Didn't want to see the it. First part, or um, the the part where they meet in the cornfield. That yeah. that basically he didn't want to watch anymore. That was the end. But so that could be a little scary for kids. And uh, things definitely have changed since 1982. I mean, well, it, I mean, it, remember the mother leaves the four year old. In the house by herself. Yeah, that belly. was crazy. She's like, happen. "Can you you okay by yourself? I'll be right back." I'm well, like, what? <laughs> oh, no car seats. She's no. not in school, right? Because she's with the mother all day, so she's got to be around four. We figure no more yep, than she five. She was four, I believe. Drew Barrymore's yeah. character Gertie, and she leaves her alone in the house. Like mm-hmm. that's unthinkable. Even Elliot, kid Elliot's age wouldn't have been wouldn't be left alone at the house in the house ten or eleven years old. <laughs> right now, right? Yep. So that's that was a big. I I'm not that. so worried about my house as I am. I mean, I'm, damn it, I'm not as worried about my kid as I am my house. If I leave my <laughs> yeah my five year old home alone, 
<laughs> um, then there's a scene where all the CDC guys show up. Yeah, in spacesuits. That's kind of creepy, mm. especially when the one comes through the window. Why is he coming through the window? They're yeah, that already was in so the house. Stupid. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, pure cinematography. They're in the house, like, just, and then, just, yet we have to have a moment where a guy reaches through the window, like a zombie. Yeah, uh, was it the CDC? Why didn't any of them just ring yeah, the doorbell? They're all part of whatever the government, yeah, okay. CDC, whatever. Why they're wearing full-on spacesuits? I don't know. Like, right? They were wearing like the guys, like the same suits that the people walked on the moon in. Like, yeah, what the. <laughs> I, I remember that that was funny. I would love to see it if it was filmed today. What they would do, I, I don't know. Because they would have to get things CG like cell phones and and iPads and yeah, Earth to Echo. Go watch that. It's well, you know what's really funny, funny about that is is this movie didn't um, didn't really age. ET doesn't really age. I mean, of course, keeping your kid at home alone. There's a lot of stuff there, right? But Earth to Echo will age. Yes. Oh, yeah. In definitely. five years, that one yeah, people will be true. like, "What the heck is that technology?" And Earth yeah, Deco BMX bikes not... are still BMX bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Earth Deco is not as complex either. Okay. I mean, one of the neat things about this movie, I was bored watching Earth Deco. Bored the hell out of me. I was not bored watching ET. There was something from. There was a simple story for the kids to enjoy. There was a more complex story for the adults to enjoy with ET. Yeah. Right. The kids were just enjoying the fact that there's this alien and they're hiding things from the adults. That's kind of fun, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all this different silly stuff going on. From from the adults, you're watching this complex family dynamic where the father's left and the kids are dealing with issues and this alien appears and there's a complex dilemma of like what would you do in this situation would you turn it into the authorities would you would you uh, go with your kid and, and make sure you're not betraying your child by turning it over and all this different stuff as an adult you can kind of relate to earth echo didn't have any of that it was just these kids find this alien and use their little gadgets to figure out how to get it home earth echo will definitely age and you're right that's that's a very interesting point no, yeah. the iPhone six is coming out. It's already oh, yeah, it's already it's already, it's already, it's already yeah. obsolete. Sure, because the kids don't have the watches. So that's right. 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 How old is this movie? Come on, it does. Like, two years old. Yeah. Well, God, when the mics were off for a few minutes, we were talking about these kids and how well, how what great oh, how, actors they were, yeah. and how well they were portrayed. And I, I kind of credited part of that, and I think this was also one of the things I saw in one of those retrospective things that I watched on the DVD was that unlike modern filmmaking, when you have a creature or an entity like an E.T., like it, he would have been completely CG, mm-hmm. like Gollum, and either there would be a weird-looking guy wearing a white suit Green or suit. some guy holding a tennis ball attached to a stick, <laughs> and they'd be like, this is E.T., talk to him. Yeah. They actually had this full-sized animatronic creature just what you see is what they see and what they saw and interacted with. And they became connected to it. The actors were talking about that. These They're now adult actors talking about how when they were kids that Drew Barrymore was like, she, he was one of my first real friends. This, this thing, this puppet. And she knew he wasn't real, but she also felt like he was in a way. So that kind of lends itself to better performances, I think, from these kids. Because they have the opportunity to get close to this creature, this thing, this ET thing. So. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're the best, some of the best kid represented, you know, just well, in general. Like they act like kids. Spielberg like become kids. very, very close with 
especially Drew Barrymore. Isn't she? Drew Barrymore and Steven Spielberg. Isn't he like their their godfather or something weird like that? She was the daughter of, was it Lionel Barrymore? An actor? Yeah, an actor. So... But I She's, believe he got yeah. very, very yeah, close. John, to close John to Barrymore. John, John Barrymore, yeah, right. thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was talking about that. He's like, this is my first real film family. Hmm. He said, like, I, he felt really close yeah, to Yeah, because he wasn't married. He dressed up on Halloween. They had, like, a Halloween party and everything. And So it was, uh, yeah, he's, he's still, I guess, you know, Spielberg still looks back on this fondly. Made a lot of money from it, kind of. <laughs> You know, it was like his second big film after Might Jaws, be his right? Best work, I think. I even oh god, he's done so many good I, things. I don't know. Schindler's List is up there for me too, but uh, that's not exactly family. That's friendly. a whole different conversation. <laughs> really. Yeah, uh, yeah. Spielberg movies. I mean, he's just fantastic. I mean, but god. there's, I mean, there's so much. I mean, I noted a few things um, that, like the famous, the famous scene of Elliot on the bike with ET in the basket, like. It's still iconic, you know, even if you don't like the film. I can't imagine anyone that doesn't. He but, adopted it as his yeah, Amblin. Right, the Amblin right. thing. Um, the, the, the references to fairy tales, like they're watching Peter but Pan. But not together. No, no. not together. That's <laughs> not <laughs> and there's a God, Peter no. Pan reference in the film. I think they're watching Peter Pan and then like, like E.T. can make these kids fly later in the movie. So oh, okay. there's this, that. And then, you know, the whole Christ thing, which e. Spielberg claims that he doesn't believe that he wasn't thinking about that. But E.T. dies, is resurrected. That scene where he comes oh. out of the van and his arms are outstretched. Oh, yeah, And yeah. the smoke and the kids, the other boys see him for the first time. Right. And he's, like, coming out and he's got the white robe over him, like the shroud of turn. Oh, It's wow. like, come on, you really I never made that connection. Spielberg, there was no Jesus reference at all there. He says not, but, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to avoid it. But, I mean, this, I, I can't think of anything in this movie that I don't like. I just, maybe. Those it's... references drive me crazy, especially as a designer. Really? Well, I feel like every time anything is anything is done, you can't even come close to. You have to look at everything you do, and you have to say like, "Does that look like anything else that ever existed ever?" <laughs> you know, and he couldn't have done that scene without. I mean, that was a big. That was a. a he dies. Scene. He's resurrected. He comes out with a shroud of turret, and he's taken up into heaven. Well, that's not. I, close I, well, it's true. Uh, yeah, I guess I. I have a question about that whole scene. Well, not that that scene in particular. He can heal. Did he? Uh, <laughs> what happened? Uh, we talked about this. Oh, a why little. does he come back to life? Yeah, and I, I think I. Why did he get of, sick in the first place? Well, there was the scene where they go into the woods. It's Halloween. They go into the woods. Mm-hmm. They set up the machine. Mm-hmm. They contact the other ETs, the other aliens, mm-hmm. and then Elliot comes home. You know, they're looking for Elliot. Elliot yeah, comes home. Yeah, he wakes up and he's gone. And he, yeah, right. And he stumbles home, right? And then he knows that E.T.'s hurt, right? He says, he says E.T.'s hurt, go find him. And then his brother goes out, looks for him, finds him in the, in the, in the water, a half in the water with the raccoon kind of crawling on him. Mm-hmm. And then he's dying. Um, and I never really saw, thought about that as a kid. Why all of a sudden? Is he dying? And why isn't uh, what was what happened there? Why did he? Why did he almost die? Why all of a sudden? 
And then he ate so many Reese's pieces. I've done that, man. He had a peanut allergy. I know exactly how he feels. He had a peanut allergy. The Mars company turned down the opportunity to have M&M's in this movie. Yeah, I remember. And they said, all right. And then Reese's pieces, like, 400% increase in sales. Yeah. Everybody was buying Reese's pieces. But I'm sorry. To your point, yeah, what... I, I don't I mean I don't I don't know if I have an answer. Does anybody have any I, theories? I, well, I thought about it that I he mean, was he dying it. slowly because he because all those aliens were connected. Okay. And yeah. that as the they heart. moved, right, their Remember hearts they would were connected with the, the mm. glowing. And all he had to connect to was was Elliot, Elliot who couldn't reciprocate. Yeah, this. who couldn't come back? That's because when they were remember when, the, when they were both on the tables, yeah. their heartbeats were. And he only insane. gets better when the ship gets closer, and he knows they're coming. Right. So Can you I put in right. "Turn on Your Heart Light" at this point where we're talking about <laughs> this? Which isn't in the movie at all. Weird, right. right? It was written for the movie, though. I think. It was written about the character, but it was not in the movie. Huh. That yeah. Neil Diamond song does not appear in the movie. Why would it be in the movie? It came out after. Right. Which is yeah. Like I think he wrote it just because everybody was into ET. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Pac-Man Fever. Pac-Man Fever came out yeah. after Pac-Man. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Because if they came up before, they'd be like, what the hell is he talking about, Pac-Man? Um, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, the idea that the aliens coming, he knows they're coming. Because he says, does this mean they're coming back? And he says, yes. Yeah. So, so but why does he, like, why does E.T. go stumbling off in a drunken stupor <laughs> and fall into a river? And then Elliot goes home. Because uh, we need drama. Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just It just seemed like an odd. And that was the only theory I could think of. No, I think you're right. I absolutely. I think yeah. that just movie wise, it 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 had. There's only so long he could go without it and be normal. Like you said, he, he connected with, with Elliot, um, but then the plants started dying. It's like <laughs> right. He made the connection, but it wasn't with his own race. It wasn't so, enough of a right. connection. Yeah, I don't think it was enough. So. And that's why when the aliens came closer to Earth, yeah, he, he came up. back to life. Yes. Okay. And so he wasn't dead. Symbiotic. Creatures. Resurrected, right? Uh, the angels came down from heaven. I mean, uh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> the Holy Spirit came leave. down. Yeah, it was a rainbow. Yeah, is uh, there always a rainbow? Was that a, mm-hmm. no? No, that, that was, was in the original because I watched the original theatrical cut and the rainbow was in it. Um, there's an interesting, I'm an interesting story. Remember how this that famous scene where Elliot puts his thermometer up against the light yes. bulb? My sister tried that when we were kids. <laughs> oh my god! You know you what happens when you do that? It blows up. It blows up the, the thermometer. <laughs> That's what happened. She and then she put it in her mouth. Ooh, and then she mercury? got mercury poisoning. She died of mercury. No, she <laughs> no, she. It was That's mercury, what happened she, to she her. She put it on the thing and it exploded. <laughs> the end that she touched to it exploded because the mercury oh. heated up so quickly it just yeah. burst out yeah. of the end. And I guess the mercury came out, but she put the. Jagged glass. Oh, oh, so she still got out of school. Surprisingly, not only did she not get sick, she didn't even cut her mouth. But her mother wow. pulled my mom. Pulled her mother. My mom pulled it out. And looked at it. She's like, "What the heck? Like what? <laughs> you are really sick." And my sister was, had to admit that she'd done that. And my mother oh, was mad. She's like, "Can you put it in your mouth after it broke?" I don't know what happened to the mercury in the glass, but I mean, it was just tink, just broken. This is small. So don't, you know, kids, if you're listening, that's not going to work. Although we don't, they don't don't use mercury anymore. Right. And they're digital thermometers. Yeah. yeah, But it's like your temperature is 387 degrees. (laughs) I didn't know. Didn't Ferris Bueller do it a different way? I forget how Ferris Bueller did it. He, I don't know. He licked his palms. Is that what he did? Sweaty. Oh, right. Yeah. He licked your palms. 
stupid and childish. Whenever I pretended to be sick, I had to like reference those two movies. You had to just say you were sick to your stomach. Good call. Not always a fever. Just my belly hurts. Mm. Well, I got migraines when I was a kid, so that's how I got out of it. I have a bad migraine. Clever boy. Your mom would say, yeah, me too. It's called you. Yeah, get to school. (laughs) Um, Cure both our Any other comments about E.T.? Nope. safe to say that we all love it. Yes. Yeah, you don't have (laughs) to even go through this. I mean, this is, yeah, this is. (laughs) Yeah, I don't even bother. Stars, five, five stars, ten, three, all of them. Yeah, well, maybe five maybe. stars. I, I, I can't go with three five. old guys. Yes, you can't yeah. go with five. What are you saving the five? You know, what's your? Well, five? no, I just I can't go with five because my kids. I got more of a reaction out of them from Earth Echo yeah, yeah, than yeah. this. Oh, so, I mean, of course, I, I liked it better, but then I don't think they necessarily did. <laughs> I think when they get older, maybe they'll appreciate this. The only reason I give it five for. I, I didn't even ask my younger one. I feel bad. I keep leaving her out. But when we get <laughs> sure. like a, a next week, I think we'll have a better opportunity. But um, I, I give him five because he actually wanted to watch it again because we had it on DVR. And I'm like, that. I thought that was a very, 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 very good sign. Because uh, some of the other ones, not so much. So five, five for me, five for him. <laughs> so nice. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big old thumbs up. Double thumbs up on this one. So watch ET with your kids. It's worth it. Um, so that ends this episode, episode seven, the LSP podcast. Next episode will be uh, in a great a tribute to the late great Robin Williams. Our next film will be the nineteen ninety two animated Disney feature Aladdin. We're going to be looking at that uh, that film. It's the first animated movie that we're reviewing. Surprisingly, eight episodes in. Um, 16 weeks into this experiment and uh, we're finally getting to something that's cartoon um, we're still kind of mulling about what our next few films were we have a few on the block so if you have any ideas feel free to post to our website or our Facebook page what you think we should review next we're, we have a few that we're considering like The Last Unicorn Secret of Nim um, what else do we have the Time Bandits was mentioned at one point um, whatever 80s 90s Short circuit. Short, Short circuit. circuit. Short circuit. There's one up there. Porky's, I think. Oh, no. Porky's. <laughs> Porky's. One or two. For our teen, <laughs> teen <laughs> romp <laughs> podcast. Sorry. The pubescent children podcast. What movie do you want your child to Losing it. To, to not watch. First Tom Cruise movie. To the first Losing scene it. of wow. Remember that sexual yes. conquest. Um, no, no, no. Uh, my dad told no. me to watch Porky's. Did he? Is yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, make sure you Dad, watch that. sex? Watch yeah, Porky's. Like yeah, I don't yeah, want to talk to you about yeah. sex. Just go watch Porky's. <laughs> he he, oh, he wasn't birds. like, let's watch it. He was like, you should watch that sometime. So you were like, birds, bees. <laughs> you know great. what? Just watch Porky's. Yeah. You are like, so I drill a hole in the wall to watch girls showering and I blow up a bar. That's yeah. that's what it means to be a man. <laughs> yeah, Good lessons learned. <laughs> Um, so as usual, you know, you can visit our Good website talk. at uh, lxponline.com Twitter at lxponline we also have Facebook page Leave to Nerdy Parents you can email us at online lxp at gmail.com what am I forgetting? am I forgetting anything? I'm not forgetting anything okay thanks for listening uh, and just remember it doesn't all die when you grow up this is G-Man signing off off signing off see you later folks this is Fawn signing off later this is J.E. Ouch. Good night.